Get ready to rock radio. Coming from London, the brand new revised Peter Ross show. Welcome back to the second part of the brand new revised Peter Ross show. Our special guest today is Russ Ballard. Rainbows, since you've been gone, of course, that was written by you as well, Russ. Uh, what was it like working with Mickey Most? Uh, uh, Mickey was always getting in touch with us, saying, got any songs, you got any songs for... And, um, yeah, I, got, I did four with them, actually, in the end, and uh, I did another one. I wrote a follow-up for that, which they didn't do, right. but he did it with a band called Candidate. Yeah, go on. There was a song called Don't Want to Say Goodnight, yeah. which, which became... It was top 20, yeah. but it's... I don't think it's played very much these days, no. but that was a song that Mickey did as well. I, did, I wrote it for Hot Chocolate, but it would have been a good follow-up to So You Win Again. One of my favourite songs of all time is um, uh, America's uh, You Can Do Magic. It really is, and uh, I've, I, I lost a copy of it. And I went and bought a copy uh, about four weeks ago. Yeah. And I play. I was starting to play it and play it and play it and play it. And then my, you know, then I got I got in touch with you, and and all of a sudden I find out you you've bleeding written one of my favourite songs. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I, I played everything on that. I, um, uh, the band. I brought the band into Abbey Road. I took a little drum unit, right. little Lynn drum unit into uh, number two at Abbey Road, and uh, put down just put down a loop going do do do. I put down some acoustic guitars, played the bass, played the um, electric piano part, and then uh, just the boys came in, put their vocals on. How did Santana then 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 take over winning? How did you? How did that happen? Well, that was a song I wrote for me as well. That came from my album Winning. I had an album out called Winning, which had. On that album in 1975, that was. I also had um, since you've been gone. Mm. I had just I, which Rainbow did obviously, and a few other bands did. Uh, I had just a dream away, which Roger Daltrey did for McVicker, mm. <laughs> and I had Are You Cuckoo, which the Bay City Rollers did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there was another one. You did Free Me as well in. Uh, oh, Free Me! Yeah. Uh, Roger did that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I'd already done. I'd already done that song, Free Me, with different lyrics. Yeah. But Roger got in touch with us, said, you know, I need some songs for... In fact, it was Pete Townsend got right. in touch with us. I saw him uh, coming uh, coming back from America. He was on the flight, and he said, you got... He said, I've got a synopsis of a film here that Roger's doing. He said, do you fancy uh, writing some songs for us? I said, yeah, and he gave me this, uh, this little synopsis, and it was all about McVicker. So um, uh, we sent in this uh, Free Me, which was a song already had, but the lyric was wrong because it was more philosophical, philosophical right. lyric about life freeing freeing me from this, from pain and whatever. Mm. You know, it's more like a gospel song. And mm. um, then I changed the lyric. Roger said, "I love the song." Any chance of writing the lyric for McVicker? Mm. You know, uh, the the movie Archbillan Number yeah, One. Yeah, you know, yeah. so changed that lyric. Uh, and uh, I did um, just he used just a dream away like that one, so he used that. You 
said earlier on about you, you write the songs for you. I often think that that's the best way to do it. And I mean, when you look, when you look back at some of the songs that you've written for people, Uriah Heep, uh, Santana, you know, the, all of them, um, they take on your own meaning. I mean, they must be like children, these songs. Well, you know, it's a very strange, a very strange thing, Peter, because when you're when you're writing them, you know, to you, you're just finding, you're just grasping at lines and you're using them, but you don't realise there's so much about you. Yes. It's only in retrospect. You look at the song and you say, that's exactly how I was feeling at the time. Mm. Uh, with, funnily enough, with the Santana, I told you about a miracle. I don't believe in miracles. Yes. And God gave rock and roll to you. Yeah. Well, that tells the story about, about well, the two. One day I was on the ground when I needed a hand and it couldn't be found. I was so far down that I couldn't get up, you know. And one day I was one of life's losers. Even my friends were my accusers. In my head I lost before I'd begun. Had a dream but it turned to dust. What I thought was love, it must have been lust. I was living in style when the walls fell in. When I play in my hand, I look like the Joker. Turn around, fade must have woke Because Lady Luck, she was waiting outside my door. Now I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning. And I don't intend losing again. It was that story. It's a story about being down and then coming into the light, basically. You know, being sort of suddenly like being reborn. And, and I was telling that story with winning. Do you have any um, religious views at all? Is, is this is this about God or is it just about your inner soul? Yeah, it's just about life, really. About yeah. you know how you feel within. But you know, you mentioned that earlier on. I I got the sense that you were obviously very very close to your mum and dad. Yeah, very and, close. And so therefore, that love passes through you. Onto your children and then onto your grandchildren as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I believe you see. I I believe Peter. We're not separate from each other. Right, right the way through the world. Whether you come from, whether you come from Russia or China, Africa, yeah. here, wherever. We're not separate. We all have our pain. We all have our pleasure. Yes. We all have. We all have our memory. We all have our culture. We're all scared sometimes. We're laughing sometimes. We're crying. We're angry. You know, and this kind of stuff. We're not separate from each other, you know, and I think if you say something from the heart, other hearts realize it, you know, you write a song that does something to you that, you know, this is a funny thing, you know, people say, well, you can't be self-indulgent. If you're self-indulgent, no one's going to buy it because it's, it's, it's affecting you, but no one else. But the fact is, the stuff I've done that's been from the heart, that I've written for me, that's given me tingles, is sold. Yeah. You know, even when it's been negative, which is I don't believe in miracles, or winning for Santana, they're mm. all written for me. Mm. Um, we're all connected. So, we're not separate from each other. We, we separate ourselves from each other by saying, oh, it's different from me or whatever, you know. But yeah. you realize we're so close to it. We have a different image when we look in the mirror. We have different names. Yes. But when you sit down and speak to somebody, you speak, you know, if you can get through the language barrier, you yeah. realize we're so close and you become friends. So where, does, where, where do you see Russ Ballard going from here? Well, you know, I, I still love music and I still intend, as long as I can, to to uh, keep playing. I play piano every day, I play guitar every day, I go into the studio every day. Uh, I love working with the sun. I love going out occasionally and doing gigs. Mm. I go out occasionally do gigs in Germany, do a, do a tour or whatever, and um, I went and played in... Um, I played in Lisbon not long ago. You know, four thousand people all singing my songs. Yeah, I'm doing oh. my own songs, <laughs> all singing them. You know, for an hour and a half, it was just magic. And they've asked me to go back and do another one. So, on uh, December, the, uh, March the first or second. What is what is what is your favourite song that you've written? Your very favourite. I don't know really. You know, um, I've got so many that appeal to me in different ways. You know, miracles because it it means something. Yeah. You know, because it's it it was a period of my life when I was down. 
God gave rock and roll, which it was a period when I was really, really up. I wrote an album as well called Book of Love, which was a whole album was all about, you know, sort of, I wanted to do it, it was a labor of love. I wanted to basically talk about love, mm -hmm. different aspects of love. And it wasn't, I mean, it was a hard album. It was mainly a hard album, but talk about, every song was a signpost on the way to looking for love. It was feeling down, you know, where's love now? Now I'm feeling down, where's love now? And then all these things I've talked about, like separating ourselves from each other, I wanted to write a song about that, that mm -hmm. was so similar. So I wrote a song called Just Like Me. Met a girl from China, she became a friend. When I learned to understand her, there was much to comprehend. She laughed at my jokes. So many things about that time her memory evokes. I said, just like me, you get angry, like me, you get mad. Just like me, you're happy, then you're a little sad. We can blow smoke rings from the same cigarette. We could write a love song, maybe a little duet. She said, eyes that are shut, they will never see. If you want the fruit, you've got to shake the tree. Everyone in the world's playing blind man's buff. Just like me, you're looking for love. Then I met a man from Africa, Dakar, Senegal. Apart from the color of his skin, he was like a man I knew from Montreal. I said, do you get scared? So do I. Think there's nothing there? So do I. And then he said, have you ever felt love? Me too. Give not enough? I do. Do you state your case? Well, so do I. And then close your mind to the reply. Have you said there's no God? Then prayed at night. I have, I do, and again I might. Do you get so angry you can't understand? You do, I do. So does every other man in France or Spain or Timbuktu. What's inside of him is inside of you, and inside of me is in every other. Whoever you are, your mother, my mother, my father, my sister, my brother. Just like me, you get angry. Like me, you get mad. Just like me. You know? The idea is... It, every song was like that. It meant something to me. I was writing the lyrics and putting tunes to the lyrics. You know? you, you, uh, Keith Richards says that the best way to write a song is to dream about it and wake up and just start writing. How, what's your inspiration? How do you start it? How do you well, start I, I a mean, song? as I say, I'm, I'm finding different ways to do it. I love to have something to write about, a lyric to write about, where you're trying, or either that or a feel, or mm. say I want to do a blues song. Mm. I really want to do a blues song today and then go in and do a blues uh, or come up with a title. I mean, um, is it the title first that normally I like kicks a title, it off? Yeah. Does the title suggest whether you're going to do something fast or slow? Is it going to be a minor key? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so there's many different ways to write. I do. I, I'm going first. I can get very introspective. I yeah. mean, I wrote a song called Voices, which um, uh, they used on Miami Vice, and it did well in America. I mean, it wasn't. It was so intro, so introverted. Mm -hmm. But uh, it just, again, it wasn't commercial. It was all, but, you know, I was very proud of that song. It worked on different levels because, you know, obviously a, schizo a schizophrenic mm -hmm. hears voices. Yes. But I was talking about listening, listen to music, listen to songs, listen to people, listen to the pain of people and listening to what they say and this kind of stuff. But it, um, you can be Brian Adams phoned me and said, funnily enough, mm. Brian Adams phoned, and Denny that was with me at the time, Denny said, there's a guy called Brian Adams, she'd never heard of him, mm. he wants to speak to you, so I spoke to him on the phone, he said, and so we, I, we met in London, he said, I just love, I want to meet you, he said, I love that song that you've done, Voices, I said, I just love it, I'd love you to write something, he said, I want... I want to produce Tina Turner. I'd love you to write something like Voices. He said, it's so introspective. Mm. Um, but uh, but we never... I, I, I took him back to his hotel. I showed him around Abbey Road Studios, funnily enough. Yeah. 
showed him all the. He had never been there before. I showed him around the studio. He was not very nice man. And um, yeah, we never we never got together. I said, "Do you want to write together?" He said, "No, I'm going to go on the road, but I'd love you to write the song, and I'd love to produce it." But I was quite proud of that song. Now you've, you used to just say that you've been working now with a with a girl called Sada Vidu. Is that right? Yeah. What's, yeah, the, what's the story a, there? Uh, uh, she's a a Danish girl. Right. And um, she has a band. They're called Dark Vidu, but I think that they might change that name. But uh, uh, but we've been writing the songs and uh, recording. She's got an amazing voice, but she's got this uh, uh, sort of uh, two voices. You know, she's got uh, the a kind of operatic kind of voice and a rock voice. Mm. Very good. She's got a lot of soul. We've written this album, and, and with my son, the three of us have done this, uh, and we've produced it. Um, it's taken us nine months to write and uh, to get the songs down. They're being mixed at the moment. But she's pretty special. You know, she came in with uh, and started to sing, sing us her songs. And, and she either she sang the quieter songs in this kind of soprano voice, you know, mm-hmm. uh, very soprano. And then she'd go into a rock song and sing this rock voice. And she said, well, I can either do this kind of album or that kind of album, rock album, or this sort of more operatic mm-hmm. kind. I said, no, why don't, you, why don't you use the two voices right the way through? So we are, uh, we'll... Um, Bespoke the bespoke each song with the two voices. Well, like a harmony. Yeah, but she does this song. She does this uh, thing that she's. It's um. She goes into a rock thing, you know. Right. But uh, we incorporated the two. But that's her sound. I mean, that's the sound that she makes. So that's going to be interesting. She's very. She's very strong. Well, when 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 it comes out, give it to us and we'll play it for you. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you, Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Finally, I just want to ask you another another thing as well. Um, I noticed that you worked with the you know two of the most sought after young ladies in the eighties, the seventies in the 80s the girls from ABBA yeah and you know you wrote you wrote for both of them you had a hit the you know uh, how did that come about well it basically it was um they were both doing albums Mike Chapman Mike Chapman did the um Anietta album mm. and I had two on on that album I had the her single as well in America which was top top 30 which was can't shake loose but I had, I had two with her Phil Collins produced um Frida Frida yeah and I'd had this song which I was in the studio and I just had this drum unit, this Lynn drum, and um, I had this great feel. It went doom, doom. It was when um, the gated reverbs first came out, and it sounded so exciting, you know. And I, I felt sort of inspired, and I picked up the guitar and just played. I can see that it won't be long. And I did this demo, which has turned out a really good demo, and sent it to Phil, and he recorded it with her. Uh, this I, I know there's something going on. I know there's something going yeah. on. Yeah. Russ, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, it's been a pleasure, Peter. Get ready to rock radio. Music you want to hear.